been another week since we talked about humor. Um, I mean, not since we talked about humor, but since we talked about humor <laughs> with mics on. Right. I was thinking about that. We've had some conversations in the interim, and uh, I was feeling nervous that I was going to repeat myself on the podcast. I've forgotten what we've actually discussed. I think I know. talked about the four styles of humor. Yeah, last time we talked about that on the recording. Yeah, and that was fun to sort of hold in my mind this week and sort of notice as I've laughed at things. Oh, this fit this in. this type of yeah, humor. Yeah. Tell me about that. Like what, was there anything specific that you can remember thinking that about or classifying? Uh, I specifically noticed in myself more of that affiliate type of humor. Mm-hmm. It was interesting to notice that I would use humor in that affiliative way, but also jokes or comments that I think could have been used in a different style of humor by somebody else in a different situation. Uh, would have come off differently, maybe. Mm. Even yeah. before, I, I've talked about talked about how I like to sort of exchange jabs with people mm-hmm. in a playful way, which can be a very biting, tearing down sure. thing. But when I do that, it's affiliative humor, or at least my attempt at it. There's an inside joke here together that we're we're playing uh-huh. with, and a lot of times it, it's a cue off of something that they've said. It's not something that I'm labeling or putting on them. Yeah. If they make a joke about themselves, I will kind of take that on as now this is an inside joke between us, mm-hmm. and so this that becomes affiliated. Yeah. Can you think of an example of that? Like a time when you have taken something someone else has said and then kind of created an inside joke around it or used it in a way that. Uh, recently I was trying to get together with some friends and invited somebody out and he was in the past has shared he, he gets into work really early uh, yeah and has shared that uh, occasionally he would take a little nap under his desk uh-huh. so I said let's go out for a drink or something and, and he said what time and I said when when do you wake up from your under the desk nap <laughs> <laughs> You know? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a good example. And so it was really trying to have this this group feel of like, oh, we're You're all joking together. You're trying to like together. call back something he yeah, mentioned. he mentioned it. To... I'm not trying to attack him in that. It was Yeah, really you're showing to like, like, I know you. Oh, yeah. You yes, we know me. each other. Yeah. Exactly. I think it played well, but it could have come off as biting in a different way. Yeah. Um, if done by someone else or with a different tone. Yeah. Sure. And this was over text message. So... Mm. Maybe I'm reading into the the tone differently than they are or whatever. That's an interesting medium, too, <laughs> that you lose a little something, but it was good. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I, I'm sure that he was talking about that, but yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, and well, we also talked about your thumb joke. Right. <laughs> One yeah. of my friends, mm-hmm. hi, Melissa, was reminding us of this joke that Brian made when after he'd had surgery. So he had the top of his thumb removed um, a couple years ago. So after the surgery, you made a joke saying that you gave the doctors one and a half thumbs up. And my friend called this back to mind this week. And Uh so we were talking about how that was also kind of this example. I think I also said I gave him a big tip. (laughs) (laughs) But I think it's also a little bit of an example of that same sort of Mm -hmm. um, affiliative, like we're all in on this inside joke. Like if someone didn't know you had just been through surgery, they might not have really gotten the joke yeah but 
it's a sign of being in the know and knowing someone else mm-hmm. and being connected with them. Maybe or it seems like you use humor as this sign of connection a lot. Connection and um, certainly easing tension. I feel like that's yes. a weird situation, and it's hard to know how to be always know how to be with somebody who's going through something like that. Yeah. And so as that person, I yeah. feel like I can put other people at ease by joking at about yes. it. But and that so point about tension too, like mm-hmm. calls back what we talked about last time with Steve Martin's comment about yes. like building up that tension and mm-hmm. then not giving people a release. Right. And you like you really like to be the one to give people a release for the tension. I do, it like is definitely a, a release valve for tension. One of the main re- ways that I'll use humor for sure. Um, so other than just kind of noticing these different styles mm-hmm. around you and in yourself and how you use humor, what have you learned this week? Or was there any other... I, I feel like for myself, I didn't do as much study on humor. Mm-hmm. Or the first week, I feel like I tried to kind of look for some research. I tried to kind of yes. dig into some stuff. And this week was a little bit busier and just focused other places. Mm-hmm. I'm curious if that was the same for you or what? Uh, yeah, mostly. It, it was fun to just have this new vocabulary with these different types of styles of humor and to notice that. Yeah. Um, beyond that, we watched a video about the yeah, psychology the video of, we watched last night. of humor, and um, that was pretty interesting. They differentiated between the behavior of laughter and the emotion of mirth. Yeah, I thought that video was fascinating. Even just the fact that there is a psychology of humor was yes. kind of interesting to mm-hmm. me. So this video is just a short YouTube video, but it, the guy, this kid who was doing I mean, I guess he's probably not. Really <laughs> he was a graduate student. Yeah, he's a graduate student. student. Working on a thesis. Yeah. He was talking about the problem we have measuring humor, humor yes. even, uh-huh. and that yeah. I mean, you can measure like how much someone smiles or how much they're laughing, or we use these measures. But then he made this distinction between laughter being a behavior mechanism and it being differentiated from the actual motion, yes. um, which he called mirth, which is a fun word. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that. But. It's yeah, not one that we use very often. It right? isn't. Yeah. yeah. But I think that was fascinating to me because I, as we talked about a little bit last night, or we kind mm-hmm. of started a conversation about this, and then we're like, oh, we should save this for the podcast. <laughs> for the show. I'm not, I don't feel like I'm always super quick to laugh at things. Right. But I enjoy things still, and I feel an emotional reaction, a pleasant emotional reaction mm-hmm. to humorous things around me. But I'm much more quick to say like, oh, that's funny, than yes. to actually laugh. Yeah, and so it was just interesting to me to differentiate those. It was interesting, too, to hear him talk about the situations in which laughter is not connected with mirth. Yeah, that it was interesting, and that felt very familiar to me. Like, I laugh much more when I'm nervous mm-hmm. or upset. Not upset, but afraid, maybe. Um, yeah, right. I do a lot of nervous laughter, mm-hmm. and I probably laugh more easily and quickly when I'm nervous mm-hmm. than when I'm actually enjoying something. Right. Which is weird. I'm not sure what that's about. <laughs> but you don't have that problem like you will crack up at a show um or something will happen or the kids will do something and you can like belly laugh for like minutes on end <laughs> and i love it it's it's beautiful it's great i really like laughter i think it is a release of tension mm. also and there was a a point in my life where i realized that i could choose to laugh easily or not Mm. i could lean into that and enjoy laughter pete holmes is a comedian and he's got a bit about people like take pride in being hard to laugh like oh it takes a lot to get me to laugh Uh and he's like congratulations you're (laughs) you're not expressing joy easily like okay (laughs) but it's really fun to laugh and i i'm kind of have tried to cultivate the skill of laughing easily let's laugh Mm -hmm. let's enjoy it 
Yeah, that's interesting. I feel like I don't I don't try not to laugh, and I do still enjoy things. Like I do really enjoy the act of laughter. Mm-hmm. Is that true for you? Yeah, I mean, I enjoy laughing with friends, or yeah. And you can still, like you say, feel mirth uh-huh. without the behavior of laughter. Yeah. Does the behavior of laughter bring you joy in and of itself? I guess. I mean, not that I just sit and laugh to myself <laughs> without stimulus. I'll you do sometimes, though. I'll lean into it. <laughs> or you'll, like, remember things. I'll remember something, and, like and that, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I don't dislike laughing. But I wonder if there is a connection with nervousness or if it feels less safe. Yeah. If you laugh more another times. I don't know. He was talking about the way, part of the way that he got into studying humor, um, and he was doing some stand-up, and one of his teachers he would try out his material for him in his office. Mm-hmm. The professor wouldn't really laugh, mm-hmm. but he would be able to tell him, oh, this is funny and how funny it is. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of got him on this track of thinking, one, there's a disconnect between laughter and humor, and two, there's some sort of way that he's measuring this. Yeah. And how do we go, go about doing that? Uh, I think the idea of analyzing humor is really interesting yeah. to me. But... I like analyzing anything. Sure. I think I'm still really like, I'm still trying to figure out in some ways, I feel like the first step in studying humor for me Mm. is to figure out what I think is funny Mm -hmm. because I don't really know that I know. Right. Um, And we've been talking about that some. And some of the question I've been sitting with is like, well, what makes me laugh? Or what, you know, and I have, I've been kind of unclear on that, Mm. but I realized after listening to that video, like maybe that's not even the right question. Mm. Because maybe laughter is not associated with mirth for me. <laughs> like uh-huh. maybe laughter is associated more with nervousness and or other things or, or self-deprecation or, you know, like, yeah. or defense mechanism at least. And so what things do I find funny or in that like enjoyment sense or of that emotional reaction? Yes. Even if it isn't a behavioral reaction. I feel yeah. like you've had some discoveries on that this this week. I think so. I th- yeah. But it's still feeling a little vague. Yeah. I mean, I think I've, I've been looking some at lists of types of humor. I, there's definitely types of humor that I feel like I'm not super familiar with that I would like to explore more. Oh, like, yeah? Uh, well, of- like we talked about um, like dark comedy and stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think some of the themes that dark comedy deals with tend to be the themes that I gravitate towards mm-hmm. or deal with in my life and work and writing and such yeah but i'm not super familiar with our comedians so i'm curious to kind of explore that a little more the is it the idea of having some depth and emotionality tied in with that maybe i don't know i think there's a way of taking power from some of those harder darker subjects when you come yeah. up with that can be empowering yeah and I think I keep thinking too, and it's so silly because I feel like I don't know that other people would find this funny. And maybe that's particularly why I keep latching onto it because mm. I feel like, okay, there's something in this that I find funny that I'm not sure, but that I can recognize that like most people wouldn't find funny. Maybe it's more unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and even when I like read the se- section to you, like you were kind of like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. But the very beginning of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, uh-huh. I like that just tickled me so much like he just goes on and on for like paragraphs about how dead marley was and how he was dead as a doornail and how certain he was and why he was certain he was that dead and how mm-hmm. he could be certain that he was that dead and it just it tickled me to no end like <laughs> hemingway would have had a five word sentence about how he's dead yes and dickens has a page and a half yes yes just going on and on yes. about 
Um, but it was on and on, mm. like, it wasn't flowery necessarily. Like, mm. it's really one of his more concise books. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a short right. story. Yes. So, but it was so, like, I don't know, it felt a little tongue-in-cheek and yes. a little, like, yeah. I mean, we've been using this word cheeky to describe things that I like sometimes, and it does mm-hmm. feel like that does feel there's kind of that. When we watched the Steve Martin, one of the episodes mm-hmm. in his master class, he was talking about this idea that sometimes saying things once is not funny, but if you repeat it yeah. over and over again, it becomes funny. Yeah. Do you think that is an example of that for you? Or is it? It is, is yeah. I think. I think there's some other things going on in that example mm-hmm. um, in addition to that. Like, mm-hmm. I think some of his language choice is really clever in a way that I find mirthful. <laughs> um, clever, I feel like, is another term that you have used an element of cleverness to it. Yeah. That, that helps. And, and that's a little bit hit or miss. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something kind of clever about puns, but I, I'm just... Yeah, that's not your scene. <laughs> it isn't usually. Mm-hmm. You know, I can sometimes enjoy a pun, but it's a little hit or miss for me. And I don't know that I would say all of the humor I enjoy is clever, you know. like okay. I, You know, we've been talking about how... I think something else that I'm finding I enjoy or I'm, I'm recognizing I enjoy situational comedy. I learned this week and in, in my studies <laughs> that sitcom is short for situational comedy. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that's why it's called a sitcom. I mean, I was telling you this last night, like I don't think I grew up with a very positive connotation of sitcoms. We just didn't watch sitcoms in my family growing up. But a lot of the things, a lot of the shows that I think we watch now mm-hmm. or you and I find funny, I think would be classified as sitcoms. Yeah. We're a little selective in our the sitcoms that we do watch, but but especially the last few years, like mm-hmm. there we've had enough drama in our lives. We don't need drama. Yes. We need comedy, and so that kind of just silly situational comedy, I think I I can enjoy, especially at the end of a long day. Yeah, that has been. Or like Friends. I don't think Friends mm-hmm. is clever, but you're you know you pointed out in the first episode that I that was one of the first times you saw me laugh at something. Consistently, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that it, that what I like is always clever humor. I think it's Black been interesting. Like the thing that's been interesting for me that I didn't really expect in all this is I feel like it has been more a study in myself and even a study in getting to know you more. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just kind of where we needed to start. And and maybe as we go on throughout the three months, we'll dig in more to like actually how to be funny ourselves and how to mm. craft funniness or comedy. We'll see where it goes. But I've really, en- I have enjoyed exploring our own reactions to comedy mm-hmm. and how we use humor. I think that has led to a lot of really interesting conversations. Yeah, definitely. So if anyone's listening, as we're shouting out into the void, mm-hmm. if you... Um, want to share some examples of a particular bit of comedy or funny joke or meme clip whatever that you find humorous uh share it with us do that maybe yeah that would be i would uh would be really interesting i'm not sure the best place to do that maybe on instagram yeah i think on instagram and just use quarterly learnings as the hashtag so hashtag quarterly learnings you can tag either of us brian stedman b-r-y-a-n-s-t-e-d-m-a-n yeah, and I'm just Beth Stedman. Yeah. Well, I'm not just Beth Stedman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, at Beth Stedman. At Beth Stedman. Yeah. So we would love it if you wanna send us some examples. So send us all your funny things, and we will learn how to be funny. Bam. Bam.